Well, as you've heard uh, numerous times this morning and, of course, yesterday, uh, Scott McLaughlin has won his maiden Bathurst title, winning the great race yesterday. And, uh, well, what an achievement it is for, for him. Paul Radisic knows his way around Bathurst. He raced it 18 times by my count. Second place finishes in 1990 and 2000. In 99, he was leading when he punched with 15 laps to go. He joins us now. I just realised I've probably opened up some old wounds there, Paul. Sorry, mate. <laughs> hey, Jason. How are you this morning? Yeah. Hey, you know, at the time, it didn't really matter. You know, I was like, hey, next year, next year, next year. But, um, you know, there isn't any more next year. And, and yeah, definitely once it got away. But, you know something? Like Scott, he gave it everything he had. And, uh, you know, as I, as I keep saying, that the mountain chooses you. You don't choose the mountain. So... I'm definitely one to subscribe to to that. And uh, yesterday, man, did he drive out of his 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 skill level is is just amazing. And and the 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 mental capacity that he had to deal with what he had to deal with. I mean, this is all the competitors, but for Scott there, you know, there was times where they were not going to get through the race. They didn't have enough fuel. They had to you know save fuel. Wind Cup was in front. And he was going flat out. I mean, just, uh, you know, trying to tell yourself that, you know, back off, save fuel, you know, I'm going to lose the race. You you just imagine all the emotions and everything going through and, uh, you know, to to, to do that last lap dash and um, keep it all together and win is just phenomenal. Yeah, see, it's so interesting that you've uh, you've highlighted a couple of things there which aren't about driving fast at all. You know, you, you often think, OK, when it, when, to win a motor race, you just drive fast. Clearly, there's a huge mental side of it as well, Paul. Oh, huge, huge. You know, the, the physical aspect of it, the, the just, just you know, keeping your awareness about your what's going on, what you've got to do. Can, can you imagine, you know, your brain is telling you to go and drive as hard as you can, and you've got people telling you through the intercom, slow down and conserve fuel. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. you know it's, it's even hard when they say, right, you're going to pit the slap, you know, and your natural reactions are to keep going. You know, it's, it's yeah, you, there, there's the mental aspect of it, the physical side, you know, the, the hydration, the, you know, every time you're pushing that brake pedal, it's over 100 kg of, of pressure you need to put into the pedal. So, you know, all all those things, let alone people behind you, people in front of you, dealing with all the aspects of weather and everything that's thrown at you. So, look, it's, you know, it's it's one of those races, yes, Scott was the quickest car, you know, the reliability of it, it was there. Just, just it, it was his it was his day, and, um, you know, he took full advantage of it. It's, um, it's such an interesting, interesting conversation around that because, you know, you, a lot of people probably think they can just jump into a car and they'd be able to take it around the corners and, and do what needs to be done. But, but a lot of really good drivers, really top elite drivers, yourself included, Paul, never win Bathurst. You know, I mean, if, no. you're, if, you're, a, if you're a top sprinter, you're probably going to win a gold medal at some stage. But a lot of top drivers have never won Bathurst. No, there's, you know, there's a lot of, there is a lot of luck in it. You can, you can have the fastest cars and you can have the right team. And, and like, like I did in 99, you know, it was my race to win or my race to lose. And, and, and I picked up a puncture. So, you know, there's so many things that, that can go wrong, but, um, you know, it, it's, it is one of those events. It's uh, it, you know, not always the fastest car wins and, and you need, you, yes, you've got to have all those things behind you with the team, you know, you, the luck and the, the whole thing to make it to make it um, 
to make it go. But there is, you know, it's it's such a unique race. You know, it's it's a, it's a one race, six hour event, um, and you know, it it, it relies on on a huge part of the team doing their job, let alone the co-drivers, which, you know, have got to do their part in, in, in the event. So that's why we love it. You know, it's 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 probably, it is the only mountain race in the world that's still going. And, um, you know, it always, it, it always throws up something spectacular. And, and yesterday was, was, was no different. There was the late safety car period as well, which was just another layer to this race. And, uh, and I see that there are now, moves to, to have another look at, at Fabian Coulthard's actions during that where he basically slowed down, didn't he, and and, uh, and banked everybody up behind him. What did you make of that? Well, it's exactly what he did. Um, he was under under orders that uh, that they didn't know where the accident was and to, to slow up. He, he, he was experiencing some, some, some overheating issues with the car, but the reality is is that uh, they didn't want to double stack. Um, and as you can appreciate, the second car coming in has to wait for the first car to be serviced. So it's always a disadvantage for the second car. So look, there was a little bit of, I'd say, a little bit of that, a little bit to. Uh, uh, he, he was under team order to, to to slow down, and that's what he did. Is I mean, Shane Van Gisbergen obviously was very annoyed about this on the radio. I think I, I read that he said Fabian's going stupidly slow. He should get a penalty for that. That was shocking. Uh, has he got a case? Well, yeah. I mean, the rule the rules state that you've got to stay within five car lengths of the car in front. So I think by the time Fabian finished, he, he was about nine hundred ninety nine car lengths behind. So, um, yep. he, 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 of course, you know it's fr- uh, yeah. Of course, he, you know he, he of course he's he was in the wrong there, and um, you know I see at the moment that that the team have been. Uh, have been uh, there's a case a court case coming up uh, for the from um, Motorsport Australia that they're going to look into the into it. So there's, there's there, I would say there's um, there's going to be a team fine coming up for that for that one because the rules are the rules are pretty clear. Okay, um, Scott McLaughlin now looks to have an almost unassailable lead at the top of the drivers' championship. He almost seemed to anyway going into Bathurst. Can you see him being caught now? <laughs> Uh, I think I'm pretty sure he's pretty close to to wrapping it up. L- never say never because um, you know there's still a few more rounds to go. But I, I would say Scott's pretty. All he really needs to do now is just just keep scoring a few points, and he's he's got it in the bag. So uh, it, it's going to be near on impossible for anybody else to uh, to catch him for this run to the uh, you know to the final few races of the series. We had a caller this morning, Paul, suggest that, that Shane Van Gisbergen is, is as good, if not a better driver than Scott McLaughlin. I mean, is it a fair comparison to make between the two? Are they are they pretty close? Um, well, they've both got different different styles. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're both world-class drivers. And, and, look, you know, you could put anybody in, in, the, in, in the V8 Supercar Series in those cars, and they, and they will... Turn some very very competitive times. This, you know, they they're all professional drivers. But if we're comparing Scott and and the Giz, you know, I think Scott is 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 not as flamboyant as 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 Shane. Shane's very flamboyant. Has has he has probably the, the best car control of of any driver I've seen. Um, but you know, 
they are at the top of their game. You can, you know, you can, you can look. You can throw a blanket over them, and Scott seems to do it effortless, effortlessly. Then, uh, then Shane always, Shane always looks on the on the ragged edge. But um, as I say, you know, if you to compare them, Shane's the one that's probably the most flamboyant out of out of the two of them. Mm. And when you watch Bathurst, I mean, obviously the the second places for you were you know were, were difficult to uh, to take, and and when you were leading, as you say, in '99, when when you got the puncher, but of course you had those horrendous crashes there as well, Paul. And what 2006, and then in '08, which was just horrific. I mean, do you do you have mixed emotions watching it now? Look, I I, I don't really. Um, you know, they 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 happened. Uh, in both cases, they were mechanical issues that that happened to me. Uh, wrong place, wrong time. You know, if there were tyres on the, on both those uh, walls, concrete walls that I hit, then I would have jumped out and, and jumped in the spare car and got on with it. So, I, I think you know, as a as a driver, that's that's part of your coping mechanism. And and and, and look, they, even though they were horrific in the second one, finished my 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 uh, international career. Um, you know, I, I, we all know what the risks are, and and unfortunately, when they happen, you know, you never think they'll happen to you, but um, when they do, um, you know, you accept it and and you 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 get on with, you know, doing other things. Mm. So, did you just spend yesterday on the couch? I think a lot of motorsport <laughs> fans did. Did you? Look, I, I normally I don't. I sort of come and go, but yesterday, yesterday from about halfway, I, I did. Just because I could, I could, you know, I could see what was potentially going to unfold, and as it, as it, you know, transpired, um, the safety car sort of saved everybody because it would have made it real interesting. Because if there wasn't a safety car, everybody was, everybody was out of fuel with about two or three to go. So um, it, it, you know, so the, sa- the safety car saved everybody, particularly Scott. Um, you know, and I feel sorry for the Giz because he was, uh, you know, he was the one that was probably fueled up the most, and 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 would have would have would have got there under uh, normal race conditions. But that's how the event goes, and you know, this uh, the, the strategy that's involved and the mental capacity sitting behind the, uh, you know, in the pit lane trying to work all these scenarios out uh, is just fascinating. Absolutely. Hey, thanks so much for joining us, Paul. I've really enjoyed chatting to you and uh, and getting your analysis. Really appreciate it. No, anytime.